If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. What's everybody? I'm BMX, Brandon Cunning, aka BMX78. Today, this, today we're gonna be on this is Sports Talker Brandon on this Saturday. We're gonna be going through SmackDown from last night, which is actually a pretty good SmackDown. This SmackDown pretty much kind of built us to what we'll see next week on SmackDown when they're in London and build into um, the uh, Money in the Bank pay per view, which is also gonna be in London as well. So we got a lot of stuff to go through. Uh, the big highlights was the users coming out, cut a promo at the beginning of the show. We had the tag title, women's tag title unification match, which was really good. We also had the return of a big star with injury. I'll talk about that. And then the ending thing was Solo Sokoa versus Sheamus in the main event. With that, I'll talk about, get to that too. So this show kicks off with the Usos coming out. Uh, before the Usos come out, actually, they recap what's happened on SmackDown a week prior. Basically, the, all the Roman Reigns stuff, the Usos go into the promo. Kicking uh, or super kicking Roman Reigns a couple different times and just that whole fallout from that. Um, I suggest if you haven't seen that, go watch it. It was actually really, really good. One of the best things on SmackDown last week. So then the news will come out. They cut a promo. Basically, Jay's like, Jay kind of feels like he's been slighted by Roman, but at the same time, he knows that they're, they're brothers. We care about you, but you didn't handle yourself right. And Jimmy's kind of like, hey, you did the right thing, bro. You know, and everything, and they end the sec. They end the promo the best way they can. They said, "You know, we're still the best tag team in the world, and you're gonna see that next week. Next week, but you're now in the Usos' pennant. Welcome to the Usos' penitentiary." My word, the crowd was hot for this, and the last time they were in Louisiana Lafayette or Louisiana Improper, the crowd wasn't as hot for as hot for the show, but this crowd was a lot better, and I appreciate this crowd going all out for this. So they know about the, they're like they talk about the World Life Civil War and they talk about what's going on. So then they are fired up, they're ready to go. It was it was amazing. I appreciate everything they did here, even though it really wasn't something you would normally see. I think it works out in their favor because I think Jimmy and Jay are one of the best tag teams in the world. Like they said, and I think the way they're handling they're making, they're making all this make sense and feel big time. I think Jay will t- end up taking Roman the belt off Roman, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, then we get our first um, match of the night. I think it's technically our first match. Well, yes, we do get our first match, which was the um, which was the match between uh, uh, L.A. Knight versus Rey Mysterio. L.A. Knight and Raymond Sarah work really well together. L.A. Knight uh, gets gets a good, it's good back and forth. L.A. Knight starts off strong. Raymond Sarah fights back with a couple of 619s. The second 619 he tries to hit on uh, L.A. Knight ends up getting catch, caught by L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight hits his signature like power bomb. <coughs> his like, power, like spine buster looking thing, which is like a day out, the former Alabama Slam. 
Then we got a good, just good back and forth stuff. End up, uh, uh, LA Knight gets the win. Or, or no, Ray, excuse me, Ray gets the win. He, LA Knight is going to beat up Ray some more. Dante Escobar comes out to stop that from happening. And Knight runs off. So that he gets, you know, uh, he gets a big, like, standing ovation because Santos is going to be in the Money in the Bank match. So then that was really good. Then we get a recap of who they talk about the Money in the Bank, the seven competitors, all that kind of stuff. So recap that, but not in a video form, just kind of the commenters talking about it. Then we get Solo Sokoa backstage, and he's with Paul Heyman, and they're just walking. And then Rich Holland's on his phone looking at something and kind of just, like, looks at Solo Sokoa. And then Solo's going out of nowhere, just hit them with a small spike and just leave them laying. Well, then we come back from that, commer- commer- go to commercial, come back. Refs are helping out Rich Holland. Um, she- uh, Seamus says, I want Solo tonight. And Pierce is like, I'll handle this. Don't You don't need to do anything. I'll handle this. And as that they're talking, the commenter's talking at, at the ring. You hear you hear Seamus come out. And Seamus is like, Solo, if you were going to do that to to my brother, and I'm going to give you the I'm I'm gonna give you the most pain you've ever seen. I want you tonight in that ring. And that match was made official. Seamus was mad, so I appreciate this, all of this. Then we get the um tag team unification match, which is Ronda Rousey and Shannon Baszler versus Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. This match was really good. This match was really well done with uh, Raquel Gonzalez at ringside. So Raquel is just watching and doesn't really say anything. She just kind of sits there and watch. Um, I was really appreciative of the fact that Raquel's sitting there watching, kind of not really saying anything, just kind of letting them be. And I, I think that's really kind of like interesting because she still wants the tag titles. Matt, good back and forth match. Ronda, uh, Alba Dawn and Alba Fire were on the upper hand for the first, most part of the match. Then, as they're on the upper hand, you see that um, you see that Ronda and then get back on the front foot and good back and forth to strikes and everything. It was really, really well done. I was really impressed to see how much things have uh, how much things have worked. You know, really how Abu Fire and Aladon really worked together very well, and both teams really worked well together. So I was looking forward to seeing how this is going to really work. I was so appreciative. It was so much fun seeing the different teams and everything. Um, overall, I uh, we end up getting uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Shayna Baszler with the win. They hit uh, basically Ronda taps out Aladon with uh, her submission, but then we have Raquel Gonzalez gets up and leaves, and she go, and then Ronda and them are going. Why do you leave? Why do you leave? What, uh, what you like? What, like, why are you, why are you walking off? Why, you know, why were you out here? And then Raquel says, you know, I, I wanted, I wanted another match for the tag team house. And they're like, you don't have a partner. And then you hear Liv's music. Liv Morgan is officially back from injury. That was amazing. And Liv comes out. They do a stare down. And I think they do a little bit of brawling, not like a lot of brawling. And then they all they're gone. It was really well done. I um I I love this all. I I loved every minute of it. It was so much fun. Um I think Raquel and Liv were such a good tag team. And I think they can win the belts back from Shayna and Rhonda. 
But I think Shannon Ronald will hold him for a bit. I think they'll hold him for a good bit before they can do anything. Um, but ultimately, this was great. I loved it all. I I think the thing is, like, they did mention on commentary that the tag team titles for the women are going to be different in all three brands, which means NXT is going to put kind of in that brand mix now fully. Um, yeah, I can't really wait. For, looking forward to that. Um but I think that's that was just all fun. So after this match, we get a another backstage. We get a no, another backstage segment. Basically, this backstage segment is kind of setting up a couple different things. So Pierce is talking on the phone with somebody about the main event tonight and a couple other things. But also, uh, Bianca Baylor walks in. Baylor says, "Hey." Uh, Basically, she says, "Hey, I know I'm I'm gonna be on ringside for the match at my at next next Friday." And, and Pierce says, "I don't want anything to c- break down, so I'm gonna bar you from ringside. But after the match, you can you can officially challenge whoever the winner is." And she's like, "I've done everything." And she repeats, "Like I've done everything right. I've done everything you asked. This is I need to do this my own way, but I will listen." So she does. Then we get the. Grayson Waller effect, which I'm not a huge fan of Grayson Waller. Well, I'm, I'm a fan of Grayson Waller, but I'm not a fan of him just being a talk show host for now. But I see why they're doing it to kind of build him up. He had Pretty Deadly on. Pretty Deadly kind of talked about we beat the five teams. We're number one contenders. We didn't really like Kevin, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We're going to win in London, all this kind of stuff. So it was a good little segment. Street Profits come out. Street Profits like, well, you haven't beaten us. And we want the smoke. So this match is official. Street Profits versus Pretty Deadly. This was a good back and forth match. Uh, Street Profits were pretty much in control for most of it. Pretty Deadly gets back on top. Uh, pretty Deadly cheats by holding down uh, Kit uh, Kit Wilson's foot on feet on top of the ropes to keep um, to keep um, from Dawkins from kicking out. They win. They win with a sneaky pen, and they're built up for their match next week. Next Saturday, so it actually works out in their favor. I appreciate that. Um, overall, little fun thing, really appreciative thing. I really appreciate the fact that it was simple, fun, not like too crazy. I will say the one big thing about this is the fact that Pretty Deli is a good team. I just hope they don't have to be. I don't think they're going to be saddled with Austin Theory now. I think that whole thing was just a one-time thing. But they're not going to. I don't think they're going to win the tag title. They might. I'd be good to see that happen. Um. The other big thing I enjoyed was just seeing uh, Pete, seeing how Pretty Deli has gotten kind of over with the crowd and everything. So that's been fun. So then we get uh, Charlotte Flair coming coming out to face um, uh, Lacey Evans. Charlotte pretty much beat Lacey Evans pretty handily. This was not even imagined. Lacey Evans' new gimmick that she's like Sergeant Slaughter is kind of so weird. They've, they've tried so many things with her and it hasn't really worked. So... Charlotte wins. She hits. Uh, she hits the figure eight. Makes Lacey Evans tap out. Lacey Evans taps out pretty easily. Then she does the tranquilo pose because she's married to Andrade, which is really a nice touch. Then as that's happening, Oscar comes out and fights with Charlotte. She leaves Charlotte kind of laying, and then she runs off. So we are getting you know Charlotte versus Oscar next week. It's gonna be so much fun. I appreciate everything they did here. Um, so that's nothing to like scoff at. I hope we get more of 
like understanding of this, but we'll see what's going on. Um, can't wait to see how they're gonna maybe make this match. I think Oscar should win, keep the belt, and then you have either Bianca interfere or Bianca get close to interfering, but then Oscar just wins. So that way, Oscar wins clean. Um, so something of that nature. But we'll see. Um, then we had basically we had our main event, our main event, which was uh, which was Solo Sokoa versus Sheamus, back and forth match, good back and forth match. Solo, Sheamus was on the front foot. He started off fast and powerful. Uh, Sheamus or Solo started. Fa- Solo gets better, gets back on top, fights back. Ultimately, fights back pretty well. Put shame. They're they're outside fighting next to the barricade. He knocks Sheamus into the barricade, and he does this running charging slam. Looks like, looks like a running charging slam. Really, it was kind of confusing because it didn't look like a spike or anything. It didn't like a like a spear or anything. It was like a running charging shoulder slam into Sheamus through the barricade. Jessica Carr, the ref, calls for the bell. She calls it a no contest, or not no contest. She calls it solo one. Then uh, refs and everybody come out to try to help. Sheamus, but then Solo's like, you know what? I am not letting that happen. He pulls Sheamus and then just stands over to his prone body, but also takes out a medical person at the same time. So it's like spikes to the medical person, prone but lays stand over Sheamus prone body. That happens. Usos come out. Usos start attacking Solo. They super kick Solo, leave Solo laying, and they're staring at Paul Heyman, just doing the one sign, like we're the ones kind of thing. And that ends the that then before the show goes off the air, they both get on top rope, hits the frog splash, and do one more super kick to uh, Roman, or to Solo, and then just that end of the show, we're the ones there. They're clearly a team again, and it looks amazing. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens in the next couple weeks. But, man, this that match between Solo and Roman versus... The Usos is going to be fire. I think that's going to be either that's going to open the show. Or that's going to be the main event. I think it's going to open the show. I think the I think the that's going to either open the show or make close the show. If it doesn't close the show, the men the money in the bank match will close the show. The men's money in the bank, or the men's money in the bank will open the show, and then we get maybe a tease of a title cash in somewhere. And then at the second to last end of the show, we'll see. Um, overall, this SmackDown was pretty good. There was a lot here that didn't really, like, a lot of good stuff. The tag title match was good. The Bianca storyline progression, really good. Thumbs up to that. I think the bloodline and the bloodlines of war, amazing. I live coming back. Awesome. I'm looking forward to more of that tag team. There's a lot of stuff here that I think can be worked on. Overall, I would give the SmackDown maybe a 3.5 out of 5. So not really a 4. Actually, I'll bump it to 4. Because I think I think the Uzo stuff at the beginning and the end really made that a 4. But there wasn't like... Outside of that, there's no really other matches that really... The Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller effect, eh, I can take it or leave it. The other main thing really can take it or leave it. So it didn't really matter to me. But overall, still good. Looking forward to next week's show in London and seeing what they can do to get me from on the bank. So I'll be re- I'll be reviewing that SmackDown plus the Money in the Bank show as well. So so look forward to that. I do thank you for watching. Hope you did enjoy. Also, there's the other couple SmackDowns I've done. There's also 
um, the podcast that me and Chris do, the, the Anime Dojo. If you want to go check that out, that's on there as well. We've gone through Hell's Paradise and um, Demon Slayer, which Demon Slayer ended as last week. Hell's Paradise ends this week. And a couple other things on the channel, uh, on the podcast channel as well. Just older SmackDown, older Ross, and just my thoughts about those. So there's a lot of content content on there on YouTube and on, on Spotify as well. Go check it all out. I do thank you for watching. Hope you did enjoy. And I'll be here for next time. See you.